Good morning, good afternoon, or good night. No matter what time you're listening, we are back with Down and Dirty, Episode 7, Season 1. I'm joined by Joshua Sauls as usual. Josh, thank you for coming on. What's up, fucker? Well, I'm going to dive right on into this. The NBA free agency has taken off in a lot of surprises, and maybe not some surprises. Uh, I was actually surprised with the second thing I'm going to talk about, but first... Gordon Hayward has agreed to a four-year, $120 million contract with the Hornets that will hold him there through 2024 with a player option after 2023. Gordon Hayward is a versatile wing who adds scoring, okay defense, and pretty good playmaking and rebounding. He's about – it's really impressive what he's done. He's turned one all-star appearance into $300 million worth of contracts and with one all-star appearance, so good for him. The Hornets still need size inside to actually start competing with anybody, but I think this is the good a good building block to start moving forward for that franchise. Um, speaking of Gordon Hayward, his previous team, the Boston Celtics, my NBA team, gets they fill a very big need with Tristan Thompson. We needed rebounding and paint defense and someone that can actually back up Daniel Tice and not give up 20 points to whoever he's guarding. And Tristan Thompson is going to do that for us and more. I think that's really the biggest piece we needed. And Tristan Thompson doesn't have to have the ball in his hands 24-7 like a actual, like a good big man that we could have signed. The only person I'd rather have than Tristan Thompson is Rudy Gobert. Um, I think if we did get Miles Turner, that would be okay. But he's kind of more, he would need the ball too much. And I think Jason Tatum deserves the ball for 60% of the time when he's on the court. Um, the Lakers are in... Currently, right now, winning free agency thus far, they have signed Dennis Schroeder, who they Dennis Schroeder, I'm sorry, who they really, really needed at the point guard position, and Montrez Harrell, who is just a beast down low, and him and Anthony Davis are just going to be unstoppable. Um, and the Hawks have signed 12 players this free agency. They probably need to stop and decide who they want to pick because they can only have 15 on their roster, so that'll be interesting to see. Also, OKC has turned PG-13, CP-3, and Russell Westbrook's contract into 21 total first-round picks. So OKC looks like they're going to use the strategy to build through the draft, which I don't hate. It's just if you're OKC fans, you've been waiting for a championship for so long, and now you're going to have to wait that much longer. But uh, give it time. 21 first-round picks is bound to turn into something, especially when you're probably going to struggle for the next five years. Those first-round picks, I'd say about 15 of them are going to be lottery picks. So just give it time. Uh, Sam Presti knows what he's doing. He's been in this business a lot longer than most GMs. So just give him time. And that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. And then we will be back with NFL Picks. The Down and Dirty Podcast is brought to you exclusively by Hot Takes. Tune in to our podcast at Hot Takes on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and many others, and find us on Twitter at Hot Takes 98 Check us out. And we are back with Down and Dirty Season 1, Episode 7. Uh, we have Thanksgiving picks. Uh, first off, Texas at the Lions on 12, 12.30 on CBS. Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. FPI also gives Houston a 56% chance to win. Josh, you're the guest, so I'm going to let you go first. Who do you have this game and why? I think the Texans are really a fast-paced 
good offense. Um, you know, they've struggled throughout the season, but the Lions definitely have as well. Um, and I think I would take Deshaun Watson 15 out of 16 games over Matt Stafford. Those were the two I had to pick. So Yeah, definitely. So I'll definitely take um, Deshaun Watson here and, um, and the Texans. Uh, yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think Deshaun Watson is a top 10 quarterback, and Matthew Stafford is kind of on his last leg. Uh, if the Texans, I don't, I don't know if he was born with the last leg. I don't think he ever had legs in the NFL, man. Yeah, I just don't think Matt Stafford's that good. I think he's somehow rode out a mediocre career as a franchise starter. He has a hell of an arm, but he's he's not he's not smart. You know who else has a hell of an arm? JG. Do you want him to be a franchise quarterback? No, no you do. I'm just not. saying he's not smart. I I, I elaborated. Next, uh, Washington at Dallas. This is going to be a shit show. It's a four thirty on on Fox. Dallas is a two and a half point favorite, but FPI gives Washington a fifty four point eight percent chance. And uh, I don't know who is in charge of FPI. I, yeah, they really suck. Yeah, like I mean, this isn't a bad percentage, but most of the time it's just like way off. Uh, I'm going to take Washington winning this one by ten, at least. Um, yeah, I'm going to stick right there with you. Um, maybe even more than that. I think two touchdowns, 14 points, um, definitely for the, uh, for the Washington football team. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, uh, speaking of the Washington football team, I saw a tweet where the owner is considering keeping the name, like the Washington football team. Just, I really hate it. I hope they don't. I don't need, I mean, I don't know anything better, like a better option, but something the red like, wolves really, something i really hate it yeah like give us something to say go whatever i mean i'm not a washington fan but still that's just stupid go football team yeah like that just sounds dumb like you don't even know what you're talking about uh next the uh, game of the day the ravens at the steelers um i believe we have some diversity here but i'm gonna let you go first well you you already know that i'm taking the steelers here i don't think uh that it's going to be close with without having uh, J.K. Dobbins and uh, Mark Ingram. I think that the Ravens are going to be in real trouble here, and I think this is definitely a win for the Steelers. Um, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think he probably has his best game of the year. Uh, I think he's str- – I don't want to say – his he- best game of the year, 10 completions on 20 attempts? No, he's had a good yards. year. He's I'm just, I'm just kidding. He's had an all right year. It's not been his MVP year, but I think he beats the Steelers here. I think he gives the Steelers their first loss. And with that, just to wrap it up, we both go Texans. We both go Washington. I go Ravens. You go Steelers. So we're not – it's going to be impossible for us to tie on the NFL pick. So that's always good. Tennessee basketball was almost back well, actually, this week. it's not impossible because they can tie in the NFL. Great. That'll be our luck. Somebody's going to tie, and then we're going to tie, and then we're not going to have a... Pittsburgh and Baltimore tie, and then we're tied. Yeah, great. Uh, Tennessee basketball was almost back this week, but uh, like five minutes before we went on air, we saw that they both... Both games were canceled due to COVID. I'm so sick and tired of COVID, so now we get to talk about this shit show of a season we're having with Tennessee football. Uh, Just some notes I have written down. Uh, storyline here is quarterback controversy. Uh, I'd say about 70, maybe 80% of the fan base wants Harrison Bailey to play the whole game. Uh, 30%, I'd say, is still siding with JG. But Pruitt will not give up on JG. And 
at this point, I don't know why. Josh, you're kind of a fan of Jay. Like, you don't completely hate him like I do. No, no. I'm not a fan of JG. My my opinion is because I am not an actual football coach for the University of Tennessee, I side with the opinion of the person who gives me all the news on the on the facts. So, I if Coach Pruitt says that's the best option for us to win, then I agree with that because there are things that he knows that I do not and that you do not and that we do not and the fans do not and that media does not know. Um, as far as, you know, they were telling us that uh, Brian Maurer didn't know how to line the team up and was not ready to play football, and everybody was like, oh, bullshit, we don't believe you, you're a, you're a piece of shit, you're an idiot, you don't know what you're talking about. And uh, then he ran out there and showed that he didn't know how to line up a team or play football. So I just choose to believe that what he's saying in most instances is true instead of trying to nitpick everything that he says. If he says that this is the better option, then I believe it. But I do want, like I said yesterday, I mean, I want both. I don't want to see, I don't want to see just one of them. Um, so I just think that Harrison Bailey could use the opportunity to sit on the sideline a little bit and kind of dissect what he's doing in the game. Um, I'm, I would definitely want it to be about an 80-20, though. Uh, Harrison in 80% of the time, JG in 20. I would like to see Harrison 100% of the time at least this game just because it's Vanderbilt. And I think our O-line, if they're going to be able to pass block anybody, so it's going to be against Vanderbilt. What if we're down? What if we're losing to Vanderbilt with Bailey? What do you want to do there? Do you want to stay with Harrison Bailey? Is it because of our offense is stalling? Like that's the reason we're down? I mean – any reason i mean obviously if harrison bailey is if we're if we're down 35 28 but harrison bailey has four touchdowns obviously no you're not going to change there yeah so yeah i guess i mean if it's because the offensive stalling i guess throw in jg but that would be the only but i don't know what he's going to do that harrison's not going to do but that's what i'm saying though i I don't know what harrison's going to do that jg's not going to do other than stupid (laughs) shit i mean the occasional dumb decision by JG, I know that Harrison Bailey's not going to do that. Uh, or, well, at least I think that. I don't know that. I mean, maybe J- maybe Harrison Bailey goes out there and does the same thing that JG does. That's the thing for me is we don't know, and we're never going to know. So why not play Harrison and just – especially for a game against Vanderbilt where you can okay, always throw JG in. Saying. Here's what I'm saying. That's Okay, that's what I'm getting at. If he goes out there and does the same thing that JG's done all year, what do you do there? Do you stay with Harrison Bailey or do you go to JG? If I'm coaching, I'm going to stay with Bailey and just let him work work through it. You're going to lose your job. He's already basically lost his job in my no, eyes. No, he's not. He's not getting fired this year. It doesn't matter. He, we don't. It's because we don't have the money. It's not because he does not doesn't deserve it. Okay, but if he has another year, then that changes. That could change everything. I mean. We'd go ten and zero next year, or ten and two next year, and are you going to fire him then? No. So, but at this point, I mean, losing to Vanderbilt, they're going to try and find a way to get you out of there. They're going to do their best. I mean, if you win against Vanderbilt, I would say that you have a seventy-five percent chance of keeping your job. If you lose to Vanderbilt, I would say you have a seventy-five percent chance of losing your job. You make you may keep it, but you probably should lose it at that point. the The point is, if it's not working, building for the future doesn't work like doesn't matter you don't have to you're not going to build for the future for a team that you're not going to coach you yeah. don't care what they do in the future you want to win right now so that you can keep your job so that's more more what i'm getting at my thing is i don't i don't see a future where we 
even have that situation though. I don't think Harrison or I don't think Brian Mauer, I don't think JT Shroud could struggle with Vanderbilt. Like Vanderbilt's not good defensively. So I have this thing where I don't see them that happening. Like I see Harrison Bailey having a great game. I could see All JG right, so having a great game. If you feel like one guy is not gonna if nobody's gonna have a problem with them, then why do you want to change the quarterback so bad? I just want to. I'm just playing a little devil's advocate. I, yeah, and I, I don't disagree. I get that. I just want to see what we have with Bailey. I don't know what we have with Bailey. I want to be able to have an argument of why I want Bailey over JG when conversations with people like you or anybody really. Not saying that you want JG, but if you you're trusting Pruitt, saying he's our best chance to win, and I I see where you're coming from with that, and I don't completely disagree with you. But I just want to see what we have. I don't know what we have with Bailey. I've only seen him in garbage time or times where it's been too late for him to really do anything. For me, the reason that I'm against all the people that scream we want Harrison Bailey all the time is like that same uncertainty that you're talking about. I mean, most people want him because of that uncertainty, but that doesn't make sense to me. Like, I don't know what I'm getting with Harrison Bailey, but I know what I'm getting with JG. I mean, I like I know that, you know, if we're playing against Alabama, JG's probably not going to give us our best chance to win even though we don't have a good chance to win yeah but but well i mean i guess he does give us our best chance to win there because he is probably the best quarterback on the roster to this point uh just because of the lack of experience from harrison bailey you can't snap your fingers and fix that and i don't feel like experience against vanderbilt is going to change anything in his future no it's not but it's going to give him a kickstart to next year in my opinion I think him. I think him having that in his like career. Can I be completely honest with you about my opinion on this? Sure. I don't care who plays. I do not care. I just want to beat Vanderbilt. Yeah, I don't think beat Vanderbilt right off into the sunset for the for the end of the year, and come back strong as hell next year, or we will find somebody else. Yeah. I don't want to change the head coach because that's just gonna make things worse. That's just restarting a rebuild again. Like I said yesterday on this show, you're going to end up hiring a Derek Dooley type character. And if that's what you really want, then you're an idiot. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to get anybody better than Pruitt with the money that we're going to have to spend on it. So I don't want to fire him either. I think if he doesn't do it next year, then yeah, I mean, it's time for him to go. If he can't do it next year, especially if... Can't do what? Like what, what? Let me ask you that. Like what's your... what Improve. Like now, I'm not just talking just, record. Wait, just what? What? Where do you want to be at? Like, what do you want to have next year? You're four under Jeremy Pruitt. What? Where do you want to be? I want to be improved on defense. What does that mean? Uh, limiting third down conversions. Uh, limiting big explosive plays. I'm fine with getting beat by teams like that have the caliber talent that we don't have yet. But I just want to look more prepared than we do. We. Where do you want the win loss record to be? I would like eight wins regular season. If we're playing is our that, it, is that's that twelve. Reasonable? That's I would think so. Would you not? We have three cupcake games and well, going I'm to saying, BYU. I mean, coming off of a year like this, I mean, is that reasonable? If he has a whole fall and a whole spring, if we're talking, I'm I'm saying if COVID doesn't exist next year, like it goes away. Okay, say that it does, and it's exactly like it was this year. It does go away? It does. Say that it does stay, and it's exactly like it was this year. What happens then? Where do you want to be? I would like to be at least six wins, seven wins. I don't think that's ir- in- unreasonable. I think in we a 10-game sh- season? Why is that not unreasonable? 
because we should have we should be that, that should be reasonable this year. We shouldn't have lost to Arkansas. We shouldn't but have lost to Kentucky. The reason we're there is because we didn't have that spring and fall. Everybody doesn't That's have a what spring I'm and saying. fall. There's no I I get that, but so they were are, better than us before. Arkansas was better than us before? Okay, no, but what we have are a bunch of what I want, what I want is to get our head out of our ass and be inspired to play and actually try. That's that's my goal. Like, I don't care if we if we have the same exact thing happen next year. Hell, I don't care if we lose to Vanderbilt and work our ass off. I would like that better than everything else that I've seen this year, quite frankly. So you want us to look more inspired to play football, like more motivated. To be completely honest with you, I do not care if we win, lose, or draw the next three games. I want to look like we want to play football, and if we don't, I don't want any of those people to be back. Any of them. Yeah. But, I don't know. I just want... I'm tired... Basically, I'm just tired of sucking. That's what it gets down to. That's what I just said. Is yeah. I don't care who plays. I do not care. I don't care about anything, really. The only thing that matters to me is that we beat Vanderbilt. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I want to beat them, too. And I guess – but I just have a preference of who we play. And quite, and honestly, I'm fine with three and seven. Which is very – probably what we're going to go. It's It's – not what we were hoping for. I get that. But at the same time, I mean, I don't have a problem with it if we play inspired football. Um, I don't have a problem with the record. I have a problem with the way that we got to where we are. It's like the, like I said about Kentucky. I don't care that we lost to Kentucky. That's not my issue. My issue is that we just didn't look like we wanted to play football. We laid down, and we gave them that win. They didn't beat us. We beat ourselves. Same thing with Arkansas. I'm not mad that we lost to a first-year coach at a school that has a bunch of walk-ons playing. That sucks. It does. But that's not why I'm mad about losing that football game. I'm mad about losing that football game because we did not play inspired. I'm fine with losing to Auburn because we played inspired. We had a bunch of stupid shit happen that was the reason we lost, but – it was the hardest that we worked all year, and we had good play calling. I can't be mad about that. So if we, God forbid, lose to Vanderbilt, am I going to be mad? Yeah, but how did we lose? Like, did we beat ourselves? Did we turn the ball over four times? Did you know? Did That's we what it look would take. Like, did we look like we wanted to play the game? I mean, even if we did turn the ball over four times, was it because we were trying to make something happen? Were we doing... Were we taking a necessary risk and then something just happened, they pick it off and run it back for a touchdown? I mean, like, that's all that JG was doing when he threw that pick. He's trying to make something happen. He's trying to win the game for us. I don't have a problem with that. Um, the only reason I do is because it, that wasn't the play call. It was an RPO, and the run was there. He should have handed the ball off. Are you surprised by that? No. Thank but you. Okay. Harrison would have handed the ball off. What are you not? You don't know that, though. I'm guessing he would have handed the ball off. Well, I can guess that if that was the correct, if that was the right play, and he knew it was the right play, I'm gonna guess that he would have handed it off. I mean, it's we can guess whatever we want, but I mean, you can guess that Harrison would have done the right thing, but you don't know. You were guessing that Brian Maurer was the answer to our problems, and that yeah. did not go well. But we know that's your th- like you say that that's the reason you don't want Harrison Bailey. I'm with the people that. That is the reason. We don't know. I know what I'm going to get with JG 
JG has time and time again shown us he's not the dude to bring us back. So he's so I don't know why we would even bother playing him against Vanderbilt when we can see what Harrison Bailey's about. I would bother playing him if we're losing. <laughs> yeah, if we're losing, sure, throw him in there to fix things. Only if the offense is the problem, though. I mean, if Harrison Bailey's playing good, obviously we're not going to take him out. But with Harrison Bailey, this is a team that we could beat with anybody starting at quarterback because we're just better all around. Like, we are better than them. You said the same thing about Kentucky and Arkansas. I didn't say that about Kentucky. Yeah, we did. I did. We I said, said that, that we about... were better all around, and there was no way we should lose the game. That did come out of both of our mouths. Yeah. Okay. But Kentucky. I mean, we both can agree that Vanderbilt's way worse than Kentucky, right? Like way, like yeah, substantially but they fight worse than Kentucky. Yeah, but there's no talent to fight with. Like Kentucky has talent. Arkansas doesn't have talent either. Okay. I mean. I'm not going to play this game with you. This is devil's I advocate. Refuse. And, and I hate true, playing though. it. It's true, though, is it not? I mean, sure. Arkansas doesn't have talent. They just worked hard. They, have a, they wanted it more. They have, more talented, they have a more talented quarterback than us, by okay. far. So that's there's one player. I mean, that's the could, most important player on offense, is the quarterback. Put, you could put Peyton Manning on this football team. Are we going to win a lot? I mean,. We would be Auburn, Arkansas, put, Kentucky, what put, Georgia. What if you put Peyton Manning on the 2017 football team? We have a better quarterback. Well, we're way better. We're a way worse football team. We're way better than the 10, 2017. That, that's not exactly what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I mean, Arkansas is not much better than the 2017 football team. They have a better quarterback and Rakeem Boyd. That's it. And a better defense than our 2017 football team. But they're not better. They're just walk-ons who try hard. That's what I'm getting at. Okay, so you're saying that Vanderbilt's a better effort team than Kentucky, and that's why they yes. they have a better chance of beating us. I don't think they have a better chance of beating us. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that we said the same things for those two games. I know, we but I, this is different, though. You can tell. Like, you can just tell that Kentucky is substantially better and effort is not going to fix the talent gap that we have with Vanderbilt. Like, we are – talent-wise, we're – not even in I the don't same see ballpark. Much of a difference between Arkansas and Vanderbilt, honestly. I think Arkansas would blow. Coached. They are better coached, and I would say that they have an even better effort. And things are just clicking. Things work there. So, I mean, you know, maybe those guys are good at football, but we don't know that. Like, they've just played well. It's not necessarily that they're super talented. Yeah, I. They're just inspired. They're just playing hard. Like, why can we not do that? Why can we? Why? Why is there an issue with us playing hard? What's the What's the problem there? That's more of more or less what I'm trying to say. Is like, I mean, if we work hard and play hard, then we're not going to lose Vanderbilt. There's no way. If we are, if we slap the sign going onto the field, I'll give my all for Tennessee today, and we go out there like that and actually give our all for Tennessee, there's no way that we lose a football game. But do we do that? That's that's my question. That's where I'm at. I think the team is starting to become tired with JG, though, is my thing. I think that the team doesn't want to play football. That's my thing. I, I think they look a lot more motivated when Harrison Bailey's on the field. That's just that's just my opinion. I mean, you can see and the offense looks the more. the offense, though. And the ones that we've seen are the freshmen, and they aren't playing. That's who plays with Harrison Bailey. When he goes in, he's really playing with the twos. So And the twos are looking better than the ones when Harrison's in. I get that. And that's bad. You know why? They're working harder. They're yeah, trying harder. That's my that's, thing. That's what I'm saying though. Yeah. We're not disagreeing. <laughs> that's weird because it sounded like we were there for a second. I was like, we're saying the same thing, but it sounds like we're disagreeing. No. But I get what so you're saying. We're those guys are working hard. Yeah. Why are they not playing the damn football game? 
I don't know. It's coaching. We don't make those decisions. But and and we, and right now, I can't really blame who Coach Pruitt starts, except for at quarterback and defensive line. I don't have any gripes with who he starts on the defensive line, and I don't want to talk about the quarterback anymore. But he can't watch everybody else and evaluate everybody else the way that he really should be able to. Yeah. He may catch a couple things and be like, oh, that guy's playing great. What he's relying on is um, his staff. Yeah, everybody else. Yeah. Um, he's working on the defensive line, and he will obviously pay close attention to the quarterbacks. But with the offense out there, if the offense is looking more motivated, that means they're more than likely to score points. That is going to motivate the defense because we both know if you're on defense, the on- if the offense is scoring, you're more motivated to give them the ball back. Literally, if I'm the head coach at the University of Tennessee, the exact thing that I'm going to do is hand the ball off and let 30 seconds run off the clock. Then I'm going to hand the ball off and let 30 seconds run off the clock. Then I'm going to throw it because it's third down and hope to God we catch it and get a first down. Then I'm going to hand the ball off and let 30 seconds run off the clock. So then you're going to run, off. run, pass, punt, or run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Run the clock out. Yeah. Make the defense play as little as they possibly have to. Stay on the field in control of the ball as much as you possibly can. Vanderbilt's going to turn the ball over against us. Hopefully. We are good at causing turnovers. We've had a little bit of a lack of it, but at our core, we are good at turnovers. And Yeah, we have playmakers they're, on they're defense. Lacking. I mean, they, yeah. they have the true freshmen that that we want playing quarterback for us. I mean, yeah. like they're playing the guy that they want, and it's not necessarily going well for them. But, They've um, stuck with them. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, we're going to force turnovers. I don't even know what point I was making. We're going to force turnovers. Um, oh, uh, run, the, run the clock out. And if you get a turnover, still run the clock out. Hand it off, 30 seconds off the clock. Hand it off, 30 seconds off the clock. And really, we're going to get most of the time a first down on second. Um, and honestly, on third, I don't know that we throw it then. Yeah, I don't care who's playing quarterback. I just want to run the football and get out of there with run the, win. the clock out on the game and run the clock out on the season. Get this thing over with as quickly as we possibly can. Yeah, that's also going to be our chance at beating Texas A&M and Florida. I mean, I know that we're going into this saying that we have no chance to beat them, but they can't do that. They can't say, "Well, I mean, hell, we suck. We don't have a chance to win this game. Might as well just show up and play." Yeah, no, they have to go in this and say, "All right." I still want to play here next year. I still want to coach here next year. Blah, blah, blah. So, I'm going to work my ass off, and we're going to go beat these teams. And with both um, games being at home, they should be a bit more fired up at least. So, what I'm what I'm saying is just, I mean, that's that should be the plan for the rest of the season. I don't care who starts a quarterback. Who yeah. cares? That, that's not important in that situation. Hand the football off. Hand the football off. Throw three times a drive. Hand it off, 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 hand it off. And for the love of God, don't punt because the damn punter sucks worse than the quarterback. He's improved these past couple weeks. I've By number-wise, he's improved. Who? Paxton. He just shanks everything, man. It's just that's, – that's, I think that's the most important hire that we're going to make this season. We need to hire somebody. A, like a, a special coach. teams coordinator. Because every special teams coordinator that we've had is not – like, you never had these these issues with Butch Jones because that's Butch Jones's thing. Like, kickers, holders, snappers. Those are the guys that 
Butch Jones was really good with. Yeah. We, we always had good special if teams. If we could get Butch Jones to come back here and be a special teams Fuck coordinator, no, I'm here for it. No, 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 no. I mean, no, difference of no, opinion. That's no, okay. Okay. No. Oh, all right, we get it. We, you don't want that. No. That's fine. Okay, but what, what what I'm saying, though, is we do need to get somebody. Get one of the damn Colquitts or something. I don't care. Just get somebody to bring them in and let them be the uh, – the kicking coach, the special teams coach, whatever. Yeah. You can leave Jay Graham as the special teams coach, but get somebody to be the kicking coach, somebody who knows what they're doing. Not Nothing against Jay Graham, but he's a running back. Yeah. Uh, the guy before – the original uh, special teams coordinator was uh, Charles Kelly. He's a safeties coach. He just kind of got that job the same way that Jay Graham did, just because somebody needed to do it. Yeah. And last year it was uh, – what was the outside linebackers coach's name? He was the co-defensive coordinator. Um, bald white guy. I don't know. Came we, from Georgia. We have a shit ton of bald white guys on our staff. Everybody. Um, God, what was his name? He coaches for the Giants now. I don't know, man. Me either. Whatever. Uh, but no, my thing with what you were saying, if we're gonna run the ball a shit ton. Why not just throw Harrison Bailey in there if all we're going to do is hand it off and let him get some SEC reps? Like, rep- experience is the best teacher. So him doing something repetitively is going to help him. Like, those reps are not going to hurt him in any way. I just don't know how much they help him anyway, though, because it's Vanderbilt after all. I mean, Yeah, so why not? I mean, it's it's not going to hurt him. Even if it helps just a little bit, it still helps. And J.G. doesn't. That's what I'm saying. I don't J.G. Know shouldn't need that help. help. He's a five, he's a fifth year senior. He shouldn't need help. He should not need to help against Vanderbilt. Harrison Bailey needs that help. Think, I'm saying I don't think it helps anybody. I think it helps Harrison. That, that's where we're just going to disagree. You're not going to change my mind on that, and I'm not going to change. Your mind. And that's fun. Diversity is fun. Uh, all right. So when, Kevin Share. That's okay. Kevin Share. All right. Go get Kevin Share. No, 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 no. Don't bring it back. I'm talking about the guy that was our previous. Yeah, no. Get Butch don't, Jones. Don't go get him. No, 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 no. <laughs> get Lane Kiffin. Not, no. Not to do that. Just just go get him. Just for shits and giggles. God, Paul. Anyways, uh, we're going to be right back. When we get back, it's going to be your favorite time. Uh, pick seven. We added seven to this one, so that way we can't freaking tie every game. We'll be back. The Down and Dirty Podcast is brought to you exclusively by Hot Takes. Tune in to our podcast at Hot Takes on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, and many others. And find us on Twitter at Hot Takes 98. Check us out. We are back with some more Down and Dirty. Going to conclude the episode here with some pick'ems. Going to pick seven games. Game number one is on Friday, 12 o'clock, ABC. Texas is a two. Texas, or Iowa State at Texas. Uh, Texas is a two-point favorite, and FBI gives Texas a 71.9% chance to win this game. Josh, you're the guest. I'll let you go first. Who do you got? I got Iowa State all day. College game day last week, they made the wrong pick, everybody except for one guy. It was a 45 to nothing win for Iowa State, and I think they take this one too. They upset uh, Oklahoma earlier in the year, and they were better all around than Oklahoma was, and um, Oklahoma's better than Texas is, I can tell you that, so. I'm going to take Texas. Uh, I think Texas is finally going to get their head out of their ass and continue this little win streak they're on, and I'm going to take Texas uh, plus three. Uh, Notre Dame at North Carolina. 
uh, Notre Dame comes into this game number two in the country, North Carolina number 25, and kind of a disappointing season for the Tar Heels as of late. The game's 3.30 on ABC, that is a Friday, and Notre Dame is a four-and-a-half-point favorite, and a FPI gives them a 71.3% chance to win that game. Josh, who do you have? I picked it differently on hot takes, but this way I can't lose. So I'm going to take Notre Dame. That's cheating. No, it's not. No, it's not. You can lose on hot takes. I mean, All right, fine. I'll take North Carolina. Well, shit. I hope to God they win now. I already, ho- I hope to God. I already highlighted it. Well, I'm writing it down on mine, so that, and I'm going to print off a paper for next week. So Okay. All right. North Carolina for me, though. Okay, I'm going to go Notre Dame. Um, I think they are better than North Carolina on defense, and I would also like them to stick in the ACC. Um, here's a game that we didn't do on hot takes. Number 24, Tulsa at Houston at 12 on Saturday uh, on ESPNU. Houston is a two-and-a-half-point favorite, and FBI gives them a 52.3% chance, so it's going to be a good game. I'm going to take uh, FPI and the favorite. I'm going to take Houston plus three. I'm taking uh... – I'm taking a six-overtime game. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, Tulsa wins by a landslide, in my opinion. Wow. I don't think that Houston is that good. So, I'm taking Tulsa. Un, I don't – unwin un, – Penn, a winless Penn State team travels to Michigan you to – You tried really hard on Yeah, that I don't know how you'd say that. Uh, a winless Penn State team, that's the word, goes to Michigan at 12 o'clock on ABC. So you were trying to do like the like undefeated. But, yeah. Okay, so defeated. The very defeated Penn State <laughs> Nittany Lions goes. The multiple times defeated. Yeah, the five-time defeated in five games. Penn State goes to Michigan at 12 o'clock on ABC. Uh, Michigan's a two-point favorite, but Penn State wins the FPI 53%. Uh I'm going to go first since it's my show. I'm going to take Penn State to win their first game of the year because John Harbaugh sucks. It's Jim. He sucks too. John Harbaugh's the one with the Ravens. He doesn't suck. Oh, well, they all suck. Hard disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Their dad's pretty damn good. Um, No, uh, I think think that – despite the fact that Jim Harbaugh does suck and the fact that um, Penn State is terrible. I don't think a win against Penn State really helps him any. I still think they get one, though. It's the big house. Penn State's terrible. Um, Like, really terrible. And uh, I think Michigan wins the football game. Uh, James Franklin should come to Tennessee and be our special teams coordinator. Apparently, you did not understand what I was saying. I'm saying someone with kicking experience. He can kick. I'm sure. He is an offensive coordinator. He should come be our offensive coordinator. I don't. That's a dumb move if I've ever heard of one. I'm just joking. Fire a guy and pay his buyout of over a million dollars. To get a suckier guy. Just to hire guy. another guy who probably would be paid more than that. And do just as bad or if worse. Or, I mean, just as good, if not worse. Uh, Anyways, the Iron Bowl is this Saturday. Uh, 22 Auburn goes to Alabama. Number one ranked Alabama, by the way. 330 CBS. Uh, Josh's favorite announcers are going to be on that show. I'm not watching it. Alabama is a 23.5 point favorite with a 92.9% chance to win the game, according to the FBI. 
Uh, oh, the FBI, Federal Bureau of Investigation. FPI. Did I say <laughs> it BI? Sounded like you said BI. Oh, I'm I mean, say you FPI. did say PI, but it just sounded. Oh, like okay. You said well, the federal FBI. the Federal Bureau of Investigation thinks Alabama has a 92.2 percent yeah, chance we just to win. Called DC, and they said that they have a 94 percent chance. That's what well, that's what the FBI says. Well, shit. Okay, Josh, are you gonna? This is a shit show. This is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we need to wrap this shit up. I'm taking Alabama here. I don't think that there's. I mean, Auburn always plays Alabama tight in this game, but I still don't think that Auburn has a chance to win this game. They beat us last week, but or yeah, this weekend, whatever you want to, however you want to say that. But they still weren't good, and um, they're not good enough to beat Alabama. Alabama can put up seventy in their sleep. They could probably play the third stringers and win this game. So I'm taking Alabama. Yeah, I'm going to go Alabama easily. Not even a real – I don't even have to break that down. Josh did a really good job of it. Uh, the Egg Bowl, Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Also uh, known as the lift your leg and pee to get your coach fired Bowl. Game. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> bowl. <laughs> bowl. Uh, four o'clock on SEC Network. Ole Miss is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. F- FPI suggests, suggests that Ole Miss has a 68% chance to win. Uh I'm going to pick first, and I'm going to take uh, Lane Kiffin because he is the best football coach in the country. Um, and I wish he would come to Tennessee after this year, but he probably will never do that again. I was really teetering um, trying to make this pick. I couldn't really decide. Um, it's kind of a tough one to decide for me. Um, but ultimately, I I chose that Ole Miss would win this game. I think that Ole Miss has a bad defense, but so does Mississippi State. The air raid's tough to execute, and I think they'll continue to have those problems. So I'm taking Ole Miss in this football game. It's a great pick. It's a great pick. Uh, Just before we make our last pick, going to give you a little wrap-up. Game one, uh, Josh took Iowa State. I took Texas. Game two, uh, I took Notre Dame. Josh took UNC. Game three, Josh took Tulsa. I took Houston. And game four, Josh took Penn State, and I took – no, I took Penn State. Josh took Michigan. Wrong. Yeah. No, I, no, the first oh, time you were wrong. Oh, okay. Second time you were right. Okay. So we are completely diverse in the first four. And then the last two, we both sided with Alabama over Auburn. And we both chose Ole Miss over Mississippi State. And now the game that we are all waiting to hear. This should be a very obvious choice for anybody listening. UT at Vanderbilt. Uh, I think Josh is going to go first. Yeah, Um Clearly, I think that uh, I'm going to take Van. No, I'm just kidding. I'm taking Tennessee in this game. Uh, I know that we said it two times before, and it didn't work out, but there is absolutely no way in hell that this team should win. Do not take Tennessee on the spread. I learned it during the UTEP game. I said this on hot takes, but I learned it on the, in the UTEP game. Tennessee always is going to upset you if you take them spread, so do not take them spread. They're going to lose the spread, but they're going to win the game. I actually think I said on hot takes. I, I think they'll win thirty-five to ten. So that's my pick. All right, you even got a score prediction in there. Um, and I don't do that. No, Josh does not do score predictions. He'll tell you to take spreads or hammer the money line, but he will never, ever, well, ever. The money line is. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I do say hammer the money line because yeah. that is but not he, anything to do with the score. He will never ever take the spread. I'm kind of interested I mean, the, here. Take what is prediction. the over under on this game? I don't know. I think there's like 22 or 23. I can't remember. That may be completely off. Let's find out. Oh, oops. Wrong week. Let's see. Do-do-do. They make it really hard to find on ESPN what the uh, over-under is. Um, the spread, by the way, now is at 11 and a half. 
Oh, wow. But the spread consensus pick, everybody has taken a 91% chance, or 91% of people have taken Tennessee 11 and a half. Um, the over-under, still can't find it. Just not even on here. Uh, oh, nope, not there either. Don't know. No idea. Oh, there is no over-under. Yep, cool. Great. It, this this literally has no money line, no over-under. I wouldn't bet on it either, because who knows? I would bet yeah, Tennessee I one. But uh, for me, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Um, I hope we play our best game, and I don't want that to come off as sarcastic because we are playing the worst team we've played all year. But I want us to look like a football team, if that makes sense. Like I want us to play with the most effort and the most motivated we've looked all year. I would love to finish the season 5-5. Five and five. I would love to upset Florida and upset A&M and give Pruitt some excitement going into next year because I think he's going to need it if he's going to be successful here. And obviously, I don't care if you don't like the guy. If you're a Tennessee fan, you want him to be successful because he is your current football coach. And if you're rooting for us to not be successful, go find another team to cheer for because we don't want you. Yeah, there really is no over-under. Like, I looked even on a gambling website. There's no over-under. Hmm. Well, <laughs> that has been Down and Dirty, Episode 7, Season 1. I want to thank you guys for listening. Go follow us on Twitter, Down and Dirty 16, or on Instagram at Down and Dirty 1998. Also, follow Hot Takes on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, great game day tweets by both of us. We are constantly tweeting throughout the day of college football, so be sure to check us out. Um, I also want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, whether you are going with your family, with your girlfriend, eating with your dog. It doesn't matter. It's a wonderful holiday. Go get fat. And on Black Friday, be safe. Don't catch COVID. Yeah. Uh, what's your What's your favorite uh, Thanksgiving meal? Uh, like, or not meal, but like item. Mac and cheese. Baked mac and cheese is my thing. My grandma makes it really good. We normally have uh, these baked beans that's like, I, I don't really know like what's different about them. Like, but they make this big ass pan of baked beans. They just and that's smack. my thing. I love that, and I love stuffing. Stuffing is my thing. Yeah, right? but it's got to be in the turkey. If it's out of the turkey, then it's not stuffing, and it sucks. Wait, okay. Before we do go, favorite dessert? Thanksgiving. Dessert. I don't really have one. I I like I like pumpkin pie, but normally for me, in this scenario, like at a big family eating thing, like. I don't normally make it to dessert. I normally have about three plates of, like, main course stuff, and, mm-hmm. and that's it. I'm also a big deviled eggs guy. Huge deviled eggs guy. See, I can only eat, like, four, and then they just... Four deviled eggs? Yeah, and they just... Bro, I, you could bring me 30, and I'd eat them all. Hell, yeah. I'm My here. stomach would hurt like a bitch for days, but, but hey, I would We're eat here for a good time, a long, yeah. long time. Uh, mine's banana pudding. I could eat a whole if we had jar that, I would of banana pudding. That. Yeah, no. banana pudding is a shit. Well... Enough food talk before we make you guys hungry. You guys have a great Thanksgiving, and thank you for listening to the Down and Dirty Podcast. Peace out. Peace.